Hello my lovelies, hello my friends and welcome back to Victoria's podcast on murder, mystery and mayhem. Today's podcast is about Shelley and Werner. The last laugh. On the 16th of June 1980, a 15-year-old high school student named Shelley Ann Werner left her home in Indiana to visit Wilts Food Center. Shelley said goodbye to her mom Kathleen and got into her orange 1973 Volkswagen to drive the short distance of two miles to the store. An hour passed, but Shelley did not return home. Her mother became concerned and she called the police. With no apparent evidence of any mishappenings, the police registered the call as a mere missing persons report. However, when Shelley did not make any contact the next morning, the police changed the report to that of a possible abduction. The police initiated their search for the missing teenager by retracing the path Shelley would have taken to the store, starting from her home and ending at Wilts Food Centre. Once there, the investigators were informed that Shelley had indeed made it to the store. She arrived at the store around 1.30pm. She purchased various food items and then left. She walked towards her Volkswagen that was parked roughly 50 feet away from the store. However, as per several eyewitnesses, after Shelley entered her car, a man who had been loitering outside of the store promptly made his way to Shelley's car and took the driver's seat, pushing Shelley into the passenger seat. They described Shelley's expression as surprised during the incident. Could you imagine going to the grocery store, walking out, getting into your car, putting your bags away, whatever, sorting yourself out, and a man comes, pushes you into the passenger seat, and he jumps in. The shock that you would get. The man was said to be around 16 to 18 years of age. With medium length blonde hair. And a blonde moustache. He was around 5'7 in height. And weighed around 130 pounds. The police released a sketch of the suspect. And they continued their search for Shelley. Several hours later, Shelley's car was found abandoned in the parking lot of a park and shop nearby. There were no signs of a struggle within the vehicle. However, Shelley was nowhere to be found. <coughs> ten days after Shelley went missing, less than ten miles away, two girls walking through a wooded area discovered the partially naked body of a young woman in a ditch near the railroad tracks. The body was immediately identified as that of Shelley.
and her identity was confirmed through dental records. She had been shot twice at close range with a large calibre gun. Once bang into the left side of the head and once bang in the body. Her time of death was estimated to be 10 days prior to being found. And investigators believed she was killed in the location her body was discovered. It was never revealed if Shelley had been sexually assaulted. Because her body was found partially naked, I would say that she had been sexually assaulted. That's my own personal opinion. But it was never revealed by the media or by the police if she was or was not sexually assaulted. In the following days, as the leads began to dwindle, the police resorted to a very unusual method. Hypnosis. Four witnesses from the grocery store were brought in with the hopes that a hypnosis session could help them recall more details about Shelley's abduction. After the sessions, a new sketch of the suspect was released. The police learned from the witnesses that the man had been dropped off at the grocery store and appeared to be a hitchhiker. It was also revealed that Shelley had been seen conversing with two young women before she entered the store. Several men matching the suspect's description were brought in for questioning. However, a police lineup failed to identify any of them as Shelley's abductor. The police were unable to locate this man. According to TV, multiple agencies collaborated with law enforcement on the case of Werner's murder, interviewing individuals based on almost 150 tips provided by the community. A composite sketch was created of a possible suspect observed entering Werner's vehicle at the supermarket, but officers were still unable to identify any suspect. Ultimately, the investigation into Werner's case was halted. Decades later, a witness came forward with information concerning her death, identifying three suspects connected to Werner's death. The witness informed investigators they initially refrained from coming forward due to fear of retaliation against their family. That actually happens a lot in cases like this or when people are murdered. I mean, I always say somebody always sees something, but it's normally fear that stops them from coming forward, especially if it can put their family in any danger at all. No matter what morals somebody has, they normally won't step forward with the information to protect the people they love. During the course of their conversation, investigators learned that Werner had been acquainted with three men whom the witnesses identified as suspects, but discovered that over time, two of the suspects had passed away and the third had just disappeared. Armed with this previously unknown information, detectives resumed the investigation into Werner's abduction and murder. 
In January 2022, the police department established a cold case unit composed of former homicide officers to investigate unsolved homicides that took place within the city, including Werner's case. Investigators found additional witnesses and uncovered more evidence, all of which supported the first witness's statement. It also revealed that the third suspect who had vanished earlier had died in 2018. The evidence and statements gathered by investigators were presented to the St. Joseph County Prosecutor's Office and it was determined that the evidence against the three suspects was conclusive. However, since all three suspects are deceased, law enforcement officials were unable to press any charges. I know <clears throat> because the suspects had died, the police weren't able to obviously arrest them or press charges on any of them. But in a lot of cases where a member of somebody's family has been murdered and the case has gone cold, a lot of the times the families just want closure and they need to know who did it. They don't always need 30 years down the line for somebody to be punished for it. They just want to know what happened. And in this case, Shelley Ann's parents and family did finally know who it was that the police believed that had murdered her. The unfortunate thing is, and what happens in a lot of these cases is a lot of suspects are never brought to trial because they died. And a lot of times, a lot of people die quite young. So they go out, they commit this heinous murder. They hide it from everybody that they know. And they don't even get to go on and live normal, healthy, happy lives. A lot of the time, they're riddled with cancer. They die young. It's very, very sad, obviously, for families that these people can't be prosecuted. But at the end of the day, karma is a bitch. And what goes around comes around. And obviously, it happened in these three suspects. So that's today's case on Shelley and Werner. As always, I would like to thank you all for listening to my podcast. And I hope you have an amazing week ahead. Love, Victoria.